Hello, hello. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in to our Clubhouse podcast, where we have candid and open conversations about mental health and anything related to it. Our Clubhouse is located in Richmond, British Columbia, where we support people living and recovering from mental illness. Uh, you'll be hearing from both members and staff, where our thoughts and opinions are our own. I'm Andy, and today you'll be hearing from Caitlin, Stuart, Martin, and Janine. Hello. <laughs> So today our uh, podcast topic is body positivity, body image. How does that relate or affect mental health? So uh, Stuart, you want to start us off with uh, one of our one of your questions? Yeah, sure. I guess I'll just go in order with you since I kind of wrote them in like a question order. My first question for everybody is what does body positivity mean to you and what are some examples you may have of an experience in your life around that? I know that for me, I had very low self-esteem when I was younger. It's gotten better now as an adult. I mean, I'm not, I don't think I, it's, I'm not hundred percent yet, but I feel like I'm a lot better when I was younger. I used to thought I wasn't pretty or anything in high school even younger I was like I'm not pretty I'm I'm ugly I'm like I'm all that I'm, I, I used to put myself down a lot so for me personally I improved but I think it could be related to me social media could be an influence on that it could be I could have taken social media in the opposite direction where I maybe feel a lot crudier and well more not feel me make me feel more ugly but I I, I try to follow people who make me feel because I see, oh, they're like me. They're not perfect, which is good. I feel like being perfect. I don't I think I don't think it's a such thing as perfect. You can't look perfect. You can't be perfect. Everybody has flaws, and that's okay. And so, what? Following people saying like, I'm, yeah, I'm not flawless. I have issues. Everyone has issues, but I'm getting through life. I'm, and they say I'm. They tell themselves that they're pretty and stuff. And like, okay, maybe I'm like them. Okay, maybe I am smart and I'm pretty and I'm. So I feel like social media has influenced me for the better and the worse. So that's my take on body positivity and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Honestly, we are surrounded by media and social media in general. So it's kind of hard not to be influenced by it. Yeah. <laughs> but, if I say, Caitlin, you look fine. You're not ugly and keep being you. <laughs> Thank you for your support, Stuart. Thanks. Um, in terms of body positivity, I guess, like, to me, uh, I kind of envision that as, like, a, like, a different level, because, like, I feel like there's, like, different levels of body positivity. I feel like the, one of them is, like, self-acceptance. So maybe, because, like, there's another one above that, or above that, you know what I mean, called self-love is what I envision, and that's kind of hard for people to do. Um, like I just kind of see it as self-acceptance as body positivity, where you are able to just be okay with your body, no matter how it looks and be positive in that way. Not necessarily being like, you know, ignoring any, any quote unquote flaws, because honestly, anybody doesn't really have any flaws, but, but just accepting it for the way that it is. That's kind of what I envision body positivity as, because that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> That's my take on it. Martin, you got anything? Yeah, for me, um, personally, body positive should be in, uh, we should be encouraging to one another, first of all, because from being, you know, 
being positive is a choice and we can always encourage one another daily and throughout you know because we're all growing so in a sense we all have our people see our body most of, most of them in the society they see it differently compared to you know especially when you're comparing to the models that uh we have right now but you know as a normal person we should um not only encourage but like um say to another person that hey i accept you that as what you were saying right about uh, accepting other people for who they are so for me uh we should start from being accepting to being positive each and every day so that uh when we talk to other people with in terms of their body you should just love them for who they are that's fair I like it mm-hmm. thanks martin Stuart, you got anything um i think for me like that's something a bit new to me body positivity i guess i've always kind of looked at it as looking at people like for who they are rather than how big or small they are and kind of like accepting that every person's different and has different ideas of how they want to be in life so i think just coming to like a like martin said thinking positively is a choice and i think that like a thing of body positivity is kind of rearranging the way we think to not be so negative on ourselves and learn to accept ourselves for who we are yeah i agree because like i i feel like self-acceptance is the first step and then self-love is comes later but yeah. it's really a harder it's like a a harder step to take because it's it's not an easy thing like Caitlin was saying being bombarded by all these uh, negative self-talk because of what you see on social media media yeah I guess for me like an issue was like going to the hospital and gaining like 80 or 90 pounds in a month I was like pretty hard on myself about that and felt like I was really overweight, even though I'm not, and just kind of feel like my image has switched. So I've had to kind of rearrange my way of thinking and realize like this is part of being on medication sometimes and that if I'm fixing my mental health and eating healthier, then there's some positives out of it. Absolutely. And I think it's important to note that there's no one right way a body should look. Yeah. So no matter what the reason is, it does so much for you. And that's something to to think about, I think. Yeah. What about you, Janine? Oh boy. (laughs) I mean, I definitely agree that like acceptance is really at the heart of body positivity. And I also feel like a lot of it is also like self-compassion and self-forgiveness like not in the sense that like you should feel sorry for like having a corporeal form and like taking up space in this world but I feel like especially with like how people are socialized like I think a lot of times we internalize it and we're very hard on ourselves for you know for example like taking up quote-unquote more space than we should you know or existing in a different form than what people might think is quote unquote right and I think before you can even get to this self-acceptance or like self-love you have to forgive yourself for being hard on yourself 
And I feel like a lot of times, I don't know, like that's my personal opinion is that I feel like that needs to come first. And I feel like a lot of times that isn't acknowledged as much as like a lot of people just try to jump just to the straight, like you're beautiful, you're perfect. You look like Linda Evangelista, <laughs> you're a model. Um, but I feel like it's hard to f- jump to that and feel sincere in, in that if you don't process the stages of of viewing your body I guess if that makes any sense at all <laughs> and the difficulties that, that go with it yeah like it's not just an easy jump to make I feel like you have to live the process to actually get to a point of being like this is me this is what I look like yeah and I'm happy about it you know yeah oh for sure absolutely like I definitely agree with you that you definitely have to be definitely so many times there um (laughs) you have to be forgiving of yourself and I feel like to me that goes hand in hand with that self-acceptance because to me self-love is a lot harder yeah um but like to forgive yourself because there's going to be days even within self-acceptance you're not going to have a good time that you're going to look at yourself and be like wow I hate the way that I look Mm -hmm. the way that certain parts look and that self-forgive, that forgiveness and self-compassion is so important. And I totally, mm-hmm. I appreciate you bringing that up because I did not think about that. One thing I learned in my therapy is like in life, sometimes we always go to others for credit. Like we want people to give us credit for our value and for who we are and to respect us. But I've learned sometimes we need to give ourselves credit and realize that even though like we want others to do it an important thing is to give credit to yourself and learn to like appreciate your good sides and be honest with yourself about the positive things you have in your life and to kind of figure out like okay this isn't working but my personality outweighs my looks so in the end it's like I really believe that somebody may not be the best looking, but when they have a great personality, it does make them look like a good looking person. And that not all the time are looks or everything. And somebody with a good personality could outshine the looks. For sure. And mm-hmm. I mean, also within that, like beauty is so subjective too. Yeah. That's also an important thing to know. Yeah. Because what we, I mean, we, we've seen so much. This is, I think what Caitlin typically Uh, sees what we all see if we're on social media is that eurocentric standard of beauty which is the sort of thin tall pale blonde uh beauty standard in that way when that's not the reality in so many cultures i also think a good thing that Stuart, you kind of were alluding to is like i think also like regardless of like self-love or body positivity I think it's also an important thing to acknowledge that just because we're you know bombarded with all these messages about our body it's important that we don't let that overshadow other aspects of ourselves and I think a part of the whole movement should be also acknowledging that you know it's not the end-all (laughs) be-all that you know even if you have a hard time accepting how you look like there's so much else to life, you know, like not to sound so philosophical, but like, I feel like it's very, like, it's easy to get caught up on like something as I guess, simple as like how you look in your body, but 
when it comes to like how much are people really looking at that there that's not going to be like what people remember about you you know yeah, I think it's entirely true right I mean that's just one aspect that's not what makes a well-rounded person also can I share something uh, while we're talking about this topic of body positivity I think in our day-to-day lives we should also create somewhat of a growth pattern into all of these uh, especially just body positivity so I think we should really create a solid foundation in all of these and really start to look at ourselves in you know in how we can make uh, I guess we can start from ourselves that really uh, look at this in a more positive and really encouraging ourselves because if there are no other people that can encourage us then we can encourage ourselves at the start of the beginning then create a uh, like somewhat of a beam of uh, to really support your foundation to support our thinking in this way so that no matter what happens you know when other people see different things uh you're, you're solid right so keep on building positivity into positivity so i hope that we see growth not only from here but continuous growth as we continue on life and how we see our body and how we see other people's body and we should really create a community where we see things in a different way and we continuously see it in a more positive way and really encourage one another all of these things as well so for me i hope that not only that we become positive but we, we choose to grow from from all of these as well i um, i like what martin said and like if i may add to that i think like a big aspect too is just treating people as human beings and realizing that we all have problems, we all have growth to do, and that some of us are at different stages, but just because somebody is hurting or less fortunate doesn't mean they don't deserve to be happy and that if we treat each other like a human with compassion and empathy, it might like just saying hi to somebody down and being nice to them might cheer up their day, right? And it's like, at the end of the day, we all need to grow and learn. And if we just help each other and be respectful and show compassion, the world would be a better place. Very much agreed. I think that's also kind of, again, tying back to what Caitlin was mentioning in the beginning about like social media and stuff. Like I think, especially in terms of like physical appearance and like bodies, like I feel like a lot of people will kind of forget that that person is a person like the person on the other side of the screen is a person so you again like I don't want to turn this into like turning talking about like online etiquette and things like that but like I feel like that's another thing that really contributes especially to like modern day body positivity I guess because you know if you're online and people are making comments about physical appearance you're going to see that and think that that's something that you need to like hone in on, I guess. And I think that what Stuart was saying about like, again, remembering that like people are people. Like, I feel like that's also very embedded within the whole body positivity mindset, question mark. <laughs> I like mindset, we're yeah. good with that. We're all in consensus. Yes, good, good, good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. I like one of the questions that you wrote here, Stuart. Um, Number one and two, I basically kind of put together yeah. by accident. We'd be on three or any other ones you want to choose. I'm going to go out of order here, if you don't mind, Stuart, and ask, because this is a really good question. What are some tips you have to promote body positivity, body or good body image? Like, let's say, like, if you're really having a bad day with that, is there anything that you, anyone that, or anything that anyone does here that kind of helps to get out of that mindset? I think one thing is learning to forgive yourself and realizing that things take time. And if you make a mistake, it's okay to, for example, say you feel overweight and you did really well one week and you ate veggies and salads and fruit. And then on Friday, you have a cheeseburger to know that it's okay to do that and to start all over and not to be hard on yourself. I find that's like really helped me grow and realizing that instead of judging myself for making the mistake of being a cheeseburger, know that it is okay once in a while to do something different and that if you keep putting in an effort, you should be allowed to have a break once in a while. Absolutely. Everything in moderation. And that's one of the most important things I live by. I love my sweets, but <laughs> Janine is laughing. <laughs> um, but I love my sweets, but obviously I know that, you know, you kind of got to balance it out because otherwise it's really not the most nutritional for you, not the most nutritionally dense for you. Yeah. But um, no, I think that's a very good point. It's just being forgiving of your food intake because some days you might just be craving a cheeseburger yeah. or onion rings or anything like that. And that's okay. <laughs> noodles. Oh, yes. We like the noodles. Is this going to turn into a conversation about food? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I love food. Like for me, uh, when I do feel like uh, I feel down throughout the day, one way that I, I, what I do to myself is really putting more time in myself. Because, you know, as a, like for me as a person, I tend to help other people more. I like to, you know, uh, help them in no matter what. But when I do feel down, like I actually like take a good long shower or like starting to prepare nice clothes and wear them. I wear nice clothes because I do it for myself, not for other people. And in that way, it gives me... Uh, encouragement and positivity throughout the whole day even though when I'm home like you know I try to just do things in a way to keep myself positive throughout the day even though I'm just at home so I you know like really choosing positivity and choosing to be um, to have more in terms of the way we think, I think uh, it, it would help all of us through in terms of this positive body positivity that we have in our today. Yeah, no, I actually really like that. I realize that that's something I do as well, yeah. is taking care of myself in other ways. Yeah. 
So like when I realized I feel really terrible, I realized one of the main things I need to do is start taking care of myself even in basic ways. Yeah. Like, all right, yeah, I'm going to shower. I'm going to do a face mask. Yeah. I'm going to pluck my eyebrows. I'm going to do my nails, whatever. Anything that will make me feel like more kind of, I don't know, loved, I think. Because yeah. I feel like in those those times when I'm feeling so low about myself, it's because I haven't given myself the proper care that I need mm-hmm. for reasons unknown Mm -hmm. um but uh another thing that I try to do because you know social media kind of sucks sometimes with that is to stop hyper fixating and by that I mean that I don't I try not to look at my like my body in the mirror and be like "Ooh, I look I look a little a little I don't know a little bloated today or something like that because then I start hyper fixating on areas of my body that they're just normal body parts. Mm-hmm. So it's unnecessary. So for me, that's what I've started doing because I realized that it was becoming really unhealthy and it was, I was taking up way too much of my time and I was starting to get stressed about it. So yeah, not hyperfixating and then taking care of myself. I think that's really been helping. I was actually going to say the same thing about like the most simple part, just don't look at yourself. Just right? don't look in the mirror. If you're having a <laughs> tough time, literally that makes such a difference. Like, it's like, obviously like mirrors but like even if you catch yourself like any reflective surface if you catch yourself looking at it like I have to check myself every time I'm like oh look no I'm like don't don't look (laughs) just because you can see your reflection in the window doesn't mean you should be looking at it right now because it is such a cycle especially like with me like I get so fixated on like my skin and then like if I look in the mirror and then I'll like start picking at like all my pores and it just makes it worse and then I'm looking at it more so (laughs) It really is just a simple, a lot of time for like that day or whatever, just being like, okay, we're not going to look. We're just, we're going to pretend that mirrors don't exist in my apartment today. <laughs> and, not source kind of thing. Exactly. It's just like, if I do not see it, it is not a problem. <laughs> I find mirrors are a bit dangerous because like don't mirrors add like weight to the image. Like mirrors look, you look bigger than you are. Sometimes. It depends on the mirror. Like some of them. It might have like that slight curve to it, which yeah, con- really distort yeah. things. So like a concave or mm-hmm. whatnot. I think typically the cameras are the ones that cameras are bad too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Those are typically the ones that will distort things. Yeah. DC add ten pounds. That's the that's the whole stereotype about cameras yeah. is that they will add ten pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but yeah that's yeah but also mirrors are kind of lying to you because it's a flipped it's reverse the image of you but people actually see you because people don't see what you see in the mirror so you know i i always forget that it's like it's not what actually what people see me as it's what the mirrors show me it's just reverse so i just have to remember that every time i look in the mirror that is totally fair also caitlin because we haven't heard any tips from you do you have any tips Uh, i don't know I guess on social media, try not to share anything that's too negative. Okay. Because I actually have a co-worker, well, ex-co-worker. She used to work where I work. Um, and she left. Now she works. But I'm still, I still follow her on Instagram. I like what she shares a lot. A lot of bo- body positivity, positivity videos and pictures. Videos from TikTok, people talking about body positivity. It's like, oh. And I really like that that she shares a lot of stuff about body positivity. It's like, oh, I like that. Nothing negative about just love your body, all the myths about diets and stuff. 
trying there's a lot of myths i was like okay i shouldn't follow those myths some things i thought they were true and i found about diets and nope they're not true so i was like okay so for you because social media is a bigger issue making sure that you follow the right people yeah and then share stuff that isn't negative at all like Absolutely. yeah images yeah. and videos that are negative about bodies Absolutely. No, I think that, and that's such a, because that, that is a really big issue. It's become more of an issue now mm-hmm. with social media because it's so prevalent in most people's lives, right? Yeah. It's kind of to escape it. Even if it's not social media, I mean, I'm talking media in like TV and movies because I think like even with TV shows, they will try and say, hey, yeah, this 25 year old who is fully developed is definitely 15. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> and it's like, okay, first of all, no t- no 15-year-old will have a body developed in the way that they do. Yeah. does Not the skin either. Like, nothing makes sense. And then people try to compare themselves when they're that young to someone that's 25. I used to, I, that was bad because I used to, I watched Degrassi when I was young and I found that a lot of them were... Degrassi is one of the few shows that are good, but I just... Some of them, there's some other shows. I feel like I kept them comparing myself to them, and then found out later they were all adults. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, why am I, now I'm? And then I felt stupid. It's like, why am I comparing myself to this person? I obviously they're not 15 or 13. Yeah. They're actually a lot older, like 10 years older than the actual character. So why? Because I thought I don't look like that. I felt stupid, and then no, I look normal. I look like a normal teenage girl. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Were you gonna something, Martin? No, also maybe for me as a tip, I guess for everybody, cleaning my room, like cleaning, mm-hmm. removing all the mess, changing the, the pillows or changing the sheets of your bed and making it clean and actually spraying some kind of like, like I don't know, I, one of my favorite smells is uh, aloe vera with like one of those point like essential oil essential oil nice so just like making the room uh in terms of my eyes to see it nice and how it smells it smells good so that that to me helps me in a way to see what what I, what i see in my body and what i see in my environment which makes my mindset mm-hmm. more positive in a way so it's really finding ways that how we can support our minds to see that our body is it's 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 okay for what who we are and we shouldn't really compare ourselves with other people or the media but absolutely yeah. so is it kind of like you just see if i grasp this right so by changing your external environment mm-hmm. it will help your mental health which in general yeah. help your visualization yes. the way that you view your own body yes makes sense i like that it's true though i i think i can see that because maybe, maybe i guess when you're because i guess when your mental health is not you know not great you're going to be seeing a lot more negative things right yeah it just be spiraling downwards yeah. maybe that's never a good a never never a fun time <laughs> yeah because it doesn't only not affect our body but like other things in life as well right yeah absolutely everything's kind of connected and in a cycle and it's always yeah (laughs) yes janine (laughs) the more you know like not only 
our physical, right? But our emotion or, yeah. Yeah. you know, there's seven things that we have each day, right? And we take a look at those things. Sometimes we don't, sometimes we do. But we want to create a positive environment for our positive thinking so that we can see our body as a positivity. So, like... It kind of all comes together in that way. No, I like it. That's actually a really good point. Didn't think about that. So my next question then would be, how do you feel food and media relates to body image and body positivity? Do you feel that it's going positive, the image of it? Or do you feel that like food is kind of being portrayed in a non-healthy way to do with our bodies? I think our um, diet culture podcast. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, You guys, uh, shameless plug, uh, please go and uh, listen to that because it is a solid podcast. So uh, please do. Um, Maybe um, I'll reward this to make it more easy to understand. Do you feel that the food in today's society is being a positive effect on our body or a negative effect? Like in a, in a media sense or non-media sense? I'm just in general, like, for example, like when you go to, for example, Freshco, a lot of it's processed food. There's not a lot of organic food. Do you feel that like food has gotten better or worse? And how do you feel that the current food in the, the stores affect our body? Uh, well, for me, usually I go buy my groceries in a more small grocery kind of thing, not in a big like place like a... Not a big company. Yeah, not, 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 a, big not a big store. Because yeah. like, I want to support in a way my community and the businesses that I have in my community. That's why I buy my food and my goods in those type of businesses. Because usually I am satisfied with with my budget and, you know, the food that I buy. So, But in terms of body positivity, um, well, in a sense, if you go to uh, like big companies like, what's the name of that? What? Fresh gold. Mm-hmm. Like you choose, right? <laughs> Again, it's a matter of choice. Which what do you buy there? Yeah. Do you buy yeah. the processed food or do you buy like let's say like vegetables, meat, and you know, milk? If so it really depends on what you eat and also what you choose to buy. Yeah. But do you think that your relationship with food I mean, I think the obvious answer is yes, but opinions on the interconnectedness of like relationship with food and relationship with your body. Uh, yes, in a way, but you know, as an adult, we're not kids anymore. So we try to tend to be wiser on what we buy and, and what we cook as well. But like sometimes like I buy mostly 70% of my purchasing is like meat, vegetables, fruits, and like other things that are good for the body. But let's say I do want a snack, like a cookie. I will buy that cookie. Yeah. I'll buy the, the chocolate bars. I'll buy a juice powder. So if I want to create juice at home, I can just create nice. it easily. But like I tend to uh, only have those things, uh, not in a certain time, of, like not at night 
course where you can just pick out all of those things. But like you tend to, like for me personally, you tend to just have it in small pieces. In, in moderation. In moderation. Yeah. I do, in terms of like kind of related to diet culture <laughs> in a way, um, just the way that food has kind of been, it's kind of changed the way that throughout the years, like at one point sugar was completely demonized and that made people try and find sugar alternatives because the worry was getting fat so obviously having any sugar even now it's still kind of like a yeah if you have sugar this is bad for you you should feel terrible about yourself if you have sugar that's the same thing with fats same thing with like anything like every every kind of aspect of food has been demonized and that kind of makes it, I feel like that's another thing that kind of makes it harder to even find that feeling of okayness with food and the body. So I feel like that it, it can, it can actually, I can understand how it can be very difficult. Because mm -hmm. I, I, for me, I love carbs. I didn't know this for years. I thought I was a very, I love salt. I also love salt, like potato chips, but I'm learning that I prefer carbs more and I end up, my boyfriend's been noticing I overeat. Like I just can't stop because one, I just like love eating, especially like noodles, rice and stuff. My boyfriend said, we try, he does say we should buy more protein, like meat and stuff. And I would think, yeah, I don't need meat in my spaghetti. Oh, I don't need, I can just have it. But my boyfriend's like, no, you need protein. He's like, add some chicken to that. After that, it's like, okay, I guess. But I'm learning to add more protein because I tend to just like, just have rice with just some seasoning or like spaghetti and like sauce and that's it. Sometimes veggies, but either I'm lazy or like, I just, I just love the carbs and I love potato chips, but I've been trying to like, eat less salty stuff and eat more healthy stuff, more vegetables and fruit. Um, but it is hard because I, I end up, my go-to is just noodles and rice. Instant noodles or pasta or any noodles and any rice dish. I just uh, I gravitate Such to. Comfort foods. <laughs> yeah, a lot of comfort, mac and cheese. I just like oh. gravitate. Just a lot of stuff that's comfort. And even in the summer, I don't mind eating it because I was like, I don't care if it get hot. I love it. But I do, my boyfriend doesn't say just eat, add more protein to it. You can have it. Just add some, because I love fish too. I should add more fish to it and stuff. But I like my raw fish more sushi, but I can't eat sushi all the time because it's expensive and it's a lot of rice unless I had the sashimi, but that's even more money. Um, so, so in my head, I'm like, uh, I'm always trying to figure out how to eat something or what to add to to make it a little bit more healthier than just strictly carbs. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little tough sometimes when you're stuck in like a your 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 diet. I don't like using the word diet too much though because yeah, the idea of like a fad diet, but like because a, a diet can just be yeah, what you eat. <laughs> Um, but like the way once when you're stuck in like a one way one certain way that you eat it's really hard to get out of it mm -hmm. so but it's I mean it's great that you're trying to like to change that yeah my boyfriend really it's helping helping me a lot because before when I moved out I sometimes I made a really good meal and sometimes I was just lazy I'm like just some sauce and pasta I'm good nothing else well, yeah, like, shout out to Chris <laughs> yeah I see uh I like for me as a foodie and a cook, one of the things that I like to do is if I'm gonna have carbs, I'm gonna have it at lunchtime. That's one of my ways of doing it so that I can still have the carbs that I want and the protein that I want. And maybe, but 
you know, like for me, I like to have my vegetables in the morning mm-hmm. with protein, a little bit of protein and lunch. And that's when I usually like to have tons of carbs. So really, I think be trying to understand our body more and what they really want throughout the days and also planning it in a way so that we can also have the things that we want to have and like but like and like having a few at night because that's what we want to be healthy but yet in a way we want to have the, the carbs that we want throughout the day yeah, and I mean, and different different versions of of how to eat throughout the day yeah. exist for for people, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's it totally depends. Like, what works for you yeah. will work differently for me than what works for Caitlin, and that's that's the beauty of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the lovely part of it. You figure yeah. out what works for you, and that's it. Yeah, like I'm not saying this is a diet, but more of like how what we works. like to live. Yeah, 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 and and that's that's something that you found out. Yeah, works really well for you, and you get your balance in there. Yeah, and that's lovely. I like it. All right, does anyone have any last burning things they want to get off their chest? Uh, I'd like to answer that question I asked actually. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> but, <laughs> go well, ahead. I feel like, for example, like the new thing is like plus size models, right? And you don't have to be necessarily skinny to be happy. If you like, say you, you eat like salad sometimes, I think it comes down to like what Martin said, like what works for you. And if you could find like a routine that works, even if you do say day one, you eat healthy food, day two, you eat a bunch of junk food. If you could get in a positive image about yourself and be happy with yourself, at the end of the day, I don't think it necessarily really makes a difference if you're overweight or not, as long as you're confident in yourself and happy. I do feel that like the food quality, like when I go to Pathways, I feel happy when I eat the food, it feels good. But I don't feel the same way if I go buy a box of Jane's chicken nuggets. And I think just finding things we could do for ourselves that makes us happy and feel positive is a good thing. Even if you do eat a bunch of junk food on the weekend. Absolutely. Don't restrict yourself if that's what you're craving. But balance it. Yeah. Because I know that's something that for me, I, I definitely struggled with. I was like, oh, I really want this, but I shouldn't. And then I was told, but if you're really craving it, just have it. And then you won't have that craving anymore. And then you can just move on with your life. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise you're going to be hyper fixating on that. Yes. Like, you can't have that. And that's yeah. not good. And the forgiveness. The forgiveness. The forgiveness. It's okay. <laughs> forgiveness. Thank you, Janine. <laughs> yeah, like, there, there's so many strategies that we can talk about right yeah having our food like sometimes like for me i want some chocolate bar but like when i have a chocolate bar i only have eat, eat half of it mm. so that the next time i want to have another chocolate bar i have that you know so it's really portioning on how we eat so to satisfy our cravings and also let's say for example if you want to eat outside what i usually tend to do is only eat, eat half because mm. I know that my body is gonna be filled with just half of what I've eaten. So that if I am half hungry, 
I can have the other half for dinner or so there's like many ways that we can be positive in how we eat how we look our, look at ourselves and the way we look at other people so I hope that you know we continuously have to have this topic and support one another as well that sounds like a lovely conclusion there martin thank you yeah. <laughs> well um i think uh, unless Stuart, do you have anything else to add i'm not really i thank you all for sharing today it was great hearing all of your opinions and thoughts on these questions and thank you for giving me a chance to ask some thank you so much for helping me that shout out to Stuart for uh writing these questions um and figuring out what we were gonna talk about today so yeah, thank you so much, Stuart. And uh, thank you to Janine and Martin and uh, Caitlin as well for contributing and giving us your lovely opinions. So thank you so much and we'll see you on the next one. Take care everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>